Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Have a family trust and want to know if you can contribute to an IRA? or thinking of doing a Roth conversion or worrying about the Build Back Better bill? Or maybe you're wondering why your employer won't let you buy cryptos in your 401k. Well, if you're interested, I will be tackling these three questions on today's episode of Ad Mail. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And I got a great episode for you on Ad Mail. So uh, buckle up and let's get right going. First question is from Twitter. If I have a family trust, can I contribute any of those assets to a self-directed IRA? So unfortunately, the answer is no. If you have a family trust that's owned by you personally, the assets are quote-unquote tainted, meaning you cannot contribute those to an IRA. Just like you can't contribute assets you own personally or owned by your personal business to an IRA. The only way you can add assets to an IRA are twofold. Once through a contribution of six or seven thousand dollars if you're over fifty, or sixty-one thousand if you have a <coughs> SEP IRA, for example. Otherwise, it's through transfer rollover, meaning you have an IRA and you want to move it into a self-directed IRA. For example, you have an IRA at Schwab that's buying and selling stocks, and now you want to do real estate. You can do a tax-free transfer to a self-directed IRA, or if you have a four hundred one k with a former employer or you have a current 401k with an employer and you are over the age of 59 and a half and thereby satisfy the triggering event rules, then you could roll over those 401k assets tax-free to an IRA. So either it's a former employer or if you're over the age of 59 and a half of a current employer. Why? 401k plans have what's called triggering events. IRAs do not. But if you want to take money out of a 401k or do a rollover, Either have to leave your job, be over the age of 59 and a half, or the plan essentially has to terminate. Other than that, the only way to get money out of a 401k is either through a loan or a hardship, but um, that's really it. If you want to roll it into an IRA, you're going to need to uh, essentially be over the age of 59 and a half or leave your job. So getting back to this question, no, you can't take money in a family trust. Um and just move it to an IRA. However, if you have income, then technically you can use six or $7,000 from that family trust to satisfy the contribution requirement um, and, and contribute those funds to a self-directed IRA, but it wouldn't be a rollover and you'd be capped at that six or 7,000 bucks or the 61,000 if you have a SEP, for example. But remember, the SEP, first of all, is a profit sharing percentage. So it's either 20% if you're self-employed or have a single member LC, or 25% of your comp if you're a W-2 or a guaranteed payment. So if you made 100 grand, you could put in a new or an S-Corp W-2, you can put in 25K. If your business didn't have that money, but you earned the income, um, well, technically the money should come from the business. So that's probably not the best example. But let's say you wanted to do a $6,000 IRA. Um, you just didn't have a lot of cash in your pocket or you know personally available as liquid cash in your bank account. You had some money in a family trust, you're able to get it out, you can use those funds to satisfy 
the six or seven thousand dollar limit, uh, assuming you had sufficient earned income, um, but you'd be capped at the IRA contribution limit uh, for that year. So, good question. I appreciate that from Twitter. <coughs> Second question is from Brian M of Allentown, Pennsylvania, and he asks, "I'm doing a Roth conversion in 2022. What impact will the Build Back Better bill have on my conversion if passed?" So. First of all, as I've mentioned uh, numerous times on this uh, podcast and videos and blogs, the Build Back Better bill, which basically was introduced by the Ways and Means Committee back in mid-September 2021 and was passed the House um, and included some really nasty IRA provisions like eliminating IRA investments for accredited investors or reducing the 50% ownership threshold for IRA investments to 10%. Those provisions were kicked out of the bill but the bill that's sitting in the Senate now that hasn't passed because of Senator Manchin, the fact that the Democrats can't get enough votes, there are a number of provisions impacting IRAs. Number one, there's a cap, $10 million on all retirement accounts. Uh, that will not start till 2028. And the good news, it's not retroactive. And on top of that, if you have a Roth and you're under 59 and a half and you're over that 10 million threshold, you can pull the funds out tax-free, which is a change up from uh, what was in the House bill. Um, <laughs> number two, there's a uh, elimination of mega backdoor Roth 401ks and backdoor Roth IRAs. It's also an increase in the statute of limitation on IRAs from three to six years. And there's an elimination of Roth conversions, but that does not begin, Brian, until 2031. Okay, so that means you can convert pre-tax to Roth up until 2031. Now, the Build Back Better bill is sleeping right now. It's... Um, Dormant. So nothing's passed. We're still in a state, uh, current state where you can do Roth conversions. You don't are not uh, subject to any income thresholds. Before 2010 or 2009, actually, if you made more than $100,000, you weren't able to do a Roth conversion or even do an after tax to Roth. So we know what happened. The financial crisis occurred. Treasury basically said, oh no, we need some cash. Uh, we need tax revenue because businesses lost money. Individuals were laid off. Their um, incomes were lowered. We're going to have a um, decline and deficit in um, in revenue. So we need to encourage taxable transactions, which basically Roth conversions are a great way of doing that because you uh, expedite the payment of tax. So they basically got rid of all the income thresholds and the rule uh, still stands. However, if the Build Back Better bill passes with the uh, provision included, then there'll be a limitation up till 2031, which uh, probably won't will be expanded to 2032 because um, it's we're now in 2022 with a 10-year window. <coughs> but um, that's basically um, Congress and Senate kicking it down the road for 10 years. Why? Because they need conversions to pay for the programs and the Build Back Better bill. So they're basically saying, yeah, let's stop conversions. We don't love Roths, and that's you know Senator Wyden's. Uh, you know, major um, you know policy uh, initiative is to stop Roth. So he said, okay, ultimately I'll get what I want, but I'll wait 10 years because I need the money from Roth conversions to pay for a bunch of these programs. So Brian, to answer your question, in a short and direct way, uh, you can do it till for now until the law changes, which um, we'll see what happens with the BBB bill. Um, my sources... Our industry sources say something's going to pass this year, um, probably not for a few months. They're going to uh, have to get Senator Manchin on board, but there are things they can work on because 
there are parts of the bill that he's uh, supportive. So um, assuming this provision stays in, I think there's a good chance the um, deadline gets passed to 2032, but uh, you'll have 10 years or so to still do conversions. Again, the bill talks about pre-tax the Roth until 2031. There is a uh, proposal in the bill to eliminate backdoor Roth IRAs and mega backdoor Roth 401ks is when you convert after tax to Roth. Whereas Roth conversions, I assume you're talking about pre-tax to Roth, which um, will be eliminated in 2031. Whereas the uh, backdoor Roth IRA after tax to Roth or the mega backdoor Roth 401k, which is after tax to Roth 401k, could potentially be eliminated uh, this year or next, depending on what the uh, provision in the Build Back Better bill, if passed, um, reads. And the final question on today's episode is from Facebook. And um, just uh, my quick apologies. I actually um, you know, came down with COVID uh, a few days ago. So um, I'm, I'm vaxxed and double vaxxed and boosted. So it's really not been a big deal. I just, my throat's a bit uh, scratchy. I have this like lingering um, tickle in my throat, but otherwise like I'm totally fine. Um, you know, I can, I can do, I can work and do whatever I need to do. So I just, just, you know, apologize if my voice is a bit off and um, a little bit nasal, but it's just, you know, this Omicron thing, which thankfully isn't too bad. Last question. Why won't my employer allow me to buy cryptos in my 401k? Uh, it's a great question. I've tackled this. Uh, I think I've tackled it in some depth in, in a video and probably in Adam live, which I do every Wednesday, 12 PM Eastern on YouTube. Um, <coughs> Basically, let's break down categories. So a solo 401k, basically you and other business owners or spouses, you're your own trustees, you're not subject to ERISA, you can buy cryptos in the plan. Uh, you're not worried about your employee suing you since you don't have any employees and it's just you uh, or a spouse or you and a fellow um, owner and there's uh, no ERISA risk and uh, no fiduciary responsibilities to, to your, other, anyone other than yourself and you're not gonna sue yourself. So. That's why you can pretty much do anything legal you want in a solo 401k. Now, if you have an employer 401k, whether you work at a Fortune 500 company or um, a small business, generally the trustee of the plan has some fiduciary responsibility. Now, unless it's a Fortune 500 company, small business owners will be the fiduciary. So if it's IRA Financial, we have you know, 80 something plus employees. Um, we do allow for cryptos just because that's our game. We, we understand uh, the risks and we understand the rules. But let's say we are a restaurant um, or a consulting company or a manufacturing plant. Um, what's the incentive for the business owner as the trustee to allow for cryptos? Um, with a fiduciary responsibility, responsibility, you know, best interest to uh, the plant participants, it essentially opens up <coughs> a, um, a can of risk, you should say. Uh, for, for the trustee to plan. Uh, we know cryptos are volatile. Uh, Bitcoin's down almost 50% since it's high in um, September of 21. So um, it just dropped. It's hovering in the low 40s as I'm taping this uh, early in the week and uh, January um, 10th, 11th. Um, so there's obviously a greater risk than uh, allowing your employees to buy mutual funds or ETFs where it's it's a little bit more stable it is volatile depending on what um, funds you're buying but generally you have a little bit more protection there's advisors involved most advisors don't want to advise on cryptos so 
they're not willing to um, basically approve those investments. So you're kind of on your own as a trustee and there's just little incentive. So the only time it happens, honestly, is if the business owner pushes for it and basically says, I'll take the risk. I want to do cryptos. I don't think a lot of my employees will do it. I'll have them sign waivers um, and uh, I'll make sure that um, they understand the risks. My chance of having a um, aggressive uh, litigant attorney chase my small business is, is probably pretty remote because there's not a lot of damages they can get versus if you're a larger company with 500 plus employees, especially if you're publicly traded, bang, you open yourself up to attack, not just for Department of Labor and ERISA, but for um, attorneys out there that their sole uh, focus is on suing businesses um, for uh, either excessive fees in 401k plans or uh, risky investment choices in 401k plans. So. Bottom line is the risk outweighs reward for a lot of these plans. That's why um, buying cryptos in an IRA is just easier because you're your own boss or in a solo 401k or a SEP where it's just you, you're not going to see yourself. Um, whereas it's unfortunate and there's actually some chatter. There's um, I've heard rumors and nothing's popped yet, but I believe there's some there's going to be some guidance coming in from the Department of Labor or even the IRS this year, potentially. Um, I don't want to say eliminating the the crypto option of 401k, but putting some barriers there um, that's going to make it awfully difficult to do. It's, it's something that obviously isn't public yet, but that's at least what I've been told by a number of um, contacts in um, and around the Hill that are um, in the know in this area saying that that's possible. Um, that can come down from the DOL or the IRS um, trying to stop 401ks from allowing their plan participants to buy cryptos. Uh, it's too bad. It's treated under notice 2014-21's property. I personally believe if the individual is, is told about the risks and rewards, it's their money. They should be allowed to invest in whatever they want. It's not an accredited investor situation, right? It's not a private placement. The accredited investor rules under the SEC do not apply to cryptos. Um, especially if you're buying Bitcoin or Ethereum or, or any uh, coins per se, as long as it's not a, a fund or a, an initial coin offering. So <coughs> the SEC is not going to be the issue. It's more about um, the Department of Labor and IRS trying to protect yourself from yourself, um, which may be a bit uh, of an overreach, but that's what they do. Uh, they, they, their argument, it's, it's for uh, all our best interest not to have these options there so you can't uh, get your 401k in trouble and you make more uh, conservative, modern investments. But hey, my attitude is your retirement money. We're all adults here. As long as you know the risks, um, the fees are disclosed, you know the, the risks and volatility of cryptos, um, you sh personally should be able to do it since it's an asset that is permitted to be purchased by a retirement account. So we'll see what happens. But that in a nutshell is why most 401k plans, especially large employers, will not let you buy cryptos. The, in their estimation, the risk outweighs reward. You know, IRA Financial does. Some other companies do as well. Um, but we'll see what the um, if the law changes at, at all. And that's why it's a lot more popular in an IRA where you don't have to deal with um, fiduciaries and trustees of plans. You control your own IRA and you can make your own investment decisions for 
uh, your IRA. So there you go. Thanks for uh, spending a few minutes with me today. Really appreciate it. Sorry for uh, my my voice. Uh, I'm battling COVID. I'm, I'm, again, I'm happy I got Omicron and not Delta. It's it's hasn't been too bad other than basically just stuck in a room with a computer and a TV and uh, not being able to see my you know, my kids and wife for a couple of days. Otherwise, it hasn't been too bad. Um, so so there you go. Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, and um, thanks for uh, listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, also check out our YouTube channel at Irie Financial. I drop five videos, free podcasts, and a YouTube live every Wednesday, 12 Eastern Standard Time, noon. So if you want to get notified, you want to get some, some great content, just learn a little bit about self-directed retirement plans. It's a great place. Check it out. Um, otherwise, uh, thanks for um, listening and uh, have a great rest of your week. Take care. Thank you.